Path to Business, the podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Barrett, self-made, six-figure business owner, photographer, mother of three who's not afraid of hard work. True connection is a superpower that we can all achieve, and sharing your story the way you want to is extremely powerful. I want to celebrate each journey in business as no story is quite the same. Knowing how we got started is so important for growth, especially when we are working so hard within our business. We understand and appreciate the sacrifices and decisions that have led us to where we are today. You've already crushed so many goals and by sharing how you did it, both you and others can continue to achieve all your biggest dreams. Empowering ourselves and others will give you the permission you are seeking that you never needed in the first place to get all you strive for and more. This is your path to business. Episode number seven, feeling guilty about what you aren't doing. I know you've probably heard this a million times, but I'm going to say it again. Stop feeling guilt for the things that you aren't doing and start appreciating the things that you are doing. I hear it all the time that other entrepreneurs aren't feeling like they're doing enough, especially when they see what seems like everyone else doing all the things. I catch myself feeling like this sometimes, and so I thought, I'm going to try and help others figure out a way that they can get past this feeling just like I do. Let me tell you that they really aren't doing all the things. They are just better at prioritizing. Sure, what does that even mean? It means that they have spent some time doing things that make them look like they're doing all the things. I want to tell you how you can do it all as well, even when you don't think you can. I actually know you can because whenever I want to do something, it gets done. And I mean, who really wants to sit down and update websites, alt tags, or do blogging? If you do, well, good for you. But let me tell you, I don't wake up in the morning excited to write my next blog. Unless, of course, it's about my dreamy couple's swoon-worthy wedding day. We do these things because we're playing the long game. You know, the one where one day everything just starts to happen and people are begging to work with you. They want to be one of your clients and all you have to do is just exist. I don't actually know if those days ever come. I mean, how could they? Do you think that the most successful people, i.e. the Jenna Kutchers, the Marie Forleos, the Oprahs just sit back now? No, they can't. Why? Because they're hustlers. They're chasers. They want the next big thing and to hit that next big goal. You want to know something? You have that in you as well. You just haven't mastered it yet. Heck, neither have I. What I have done though is started. Guess what? That's all you have to do too. I'm going to show you how to start today so that you can finally get off the choo-choo train of comparison and hop in your fancy convertible with the top down and take off throwing dirt at everyone behind you. Really, I mean really, I want you to get out of the dirt you're in now and finally feel like you've achieved something that's worthwhile. Nothing feels better than checking things off that list of stuff you keep piling on and on. The list where you write all these amazing ideas using Trello or fancy lists, but never get the time to actually use those lists. I want you to tackle some of the most priority things that will help you feel like you've accomplished something. So what is it? Do you have some list with a must-do 
whenever I have time list, I want you to do them now. Why? Because it will make you feel a million times better. Write down three things that you want to knock off that list each week. I promise you, three things seems like a lot right now. But if you're a go-getter like me, you know that you can do these three things if you really want to. So for these items to get on the list, you really have to want them, right? Well, sometimes it's a no. To be real, I don't like having to do all the little details that seem kind of obsessive within my business, on my website, in my socials, on my workflows, etc. But what I know is that by just doing one small thing at a time, I can slowly knock off things on my list. What does this do? Saves my future self time and helps clients in the end. So really, these little lists are important if you make them important. First things first, let's gather up all these lists. Grab your old notebooks, papers, notes on your phone, conference booklets, and Trello lists. Figure out which items are needed to be done and block chunks in your calendar. I use an online one on my phone and it's literally my lifeline. If that goes, I'm totally lost. If you use paper and it works, use it. I want you to block off one hour a day for the next two weeks. Hey, if you want to continue this past two weeks, then give her. I know that it might seem like a lot, but trust me, it works. I want you to write in the appointment what exactly you're going to be doing. Don't just schedule do things or figure it out on the list in your calendar and hit repeat. Don't just write because I know you will, do work, finish lists, etc. I want you to write fix alt tags on homepage, update about me page, schedule a new headshot session, write a blog on a new guidelines for your businesses during COVID, sort out workflows, hire a VA by researching them. You get the gist. If you want to get something done, this is what I do. I don't scroll the gram even though I love to. I don't go see friends or watch TV. I literally block the time where I know I can't have anything else push it and make it happen. What's really fun about doing this is you can actually share what you're doing on social if you really wanted to with people. You can snap a screenshot of your new pages on your website or your newest blog. You can ask people for feedback in your stories. Now who looks like they're doing all the things? Another thing that would really get me feeling down about myself that I've changed now is collaborations. For whatever reason, I used to think that, well, why didn't so-and-so think of me for this? Well, it's because I haven't talked to that person for three months. Or you didn't comment or like any of their social medias. And while let's be real, you didn't even ask them to do anything. It's a hard reality to face your FOMO sometimes, but when you really look at it, did you do the work to deserve being a part of something cool? Are you connecting with enough people regularly? If you're not, perhaps as part of your list, you need to set yourself a goal to comment and chat in DMs, go for coffee, socially distance of course at the moment, and start making those plans. Another thing that always perks me up when I start feeling not so good about the things is to look at where I started. 
I know this podcast is literally all about my business and you know the story of how I got started. If you haven't listened to that yet, go on over to episode one where you can hear all about it. But that girl didn't have a clue. I want you to know that when you're just starting out, it's so hard to know what your brand is, what your brand colors are, or your fonts. I mean, I would just be so confused by all of that, it was hard to even concentrate on what I wanted to do next. Like, what is even a brand? What is a logo? Is the logo my brand? Or am I the brand? Maybe it's just me. Maybe I want to grow a team, though. Now, what's my brand? These are all questions I really didn't quite know the answers to, and it would hold me back from really just being myself and showing who I was. What I've learned over the past five years is that you need to understand how you work and what makes you different. Consistency can be tricky, but it's really good to try your absolute best to be consistent whenever you can. A big thing is to try and be consistent with your wording and your colors and fonts. What really makes you you is what people want to know on top of that. I know that that may sound silly. What am I? For instance, I really love details. Being organized, laughing, and feeling like I'm part of the family when I work with my clients. On a wedding day, I'm cool and calm and overly prepared with snacks and a detail kit. I like to cry during the vows or speeches, and I laugh really hard when something's super funny. I will always work my hardest on a wedding day, and I literally pack Tylenol because my back and feet will kill me, but that won't stop me from running around to get that perfect shot. If you didn't know already, I pretty much forced Luke into this business. But we work so well together, and we love weddings so much that they've become like a fun date night for us. No, I'm, I'm serious. Seriously. We have no kids, we're doing what we love all day, and hanging out with some amazing clients who've turned into friends. Who could ask for a better job? This happened because I realized I needed to show off myself and my personality and Luke's personality so that people could book us because they wanted to hang out with us. And that's the most amazing thing. When I talk to clients about who I am, I want them to know all of those details. I want them to know that I still get butterflies each time a bride walks down the aisle because I know how that moment feels. It's something you don't forget ever. And I'm so excited for them and I try to show my clients this whenever possible. Now I've gone into so much detail about me. I hope that you can relate, but put your own spin on it because that's what you're selling. It's your personalities and what you value that they really want to know because to be honest, they wouldn't be talking to you if they didn't think that you'd do a good job or if they didn't like your style or your product. I stopped talking about myself in the third person on my website for a reason. It's not my resume. It's me or you. So make it a reflection of that. If you like to eat pickle sandwiches and you love to people watch, then say that. Trust me, you'll find someone else who can relate and you'll have a much better relationship with them and therefore a loyal client forever. And I mean, if you find someone who also loves to eat pickle sandwiches, that's like a match made in heaven. Now, I know that we're talking about comparison and what it does to us, but have you ever found that it motivated you in even the tiniest way? 
I mean, nothing better than someone reminding you that you should be upping your game a little. I mean, competition is competition, but really the best person to be in competition with is yourself. Even to this day, both Luke and I impress ourselves sometimes. I actually say it out loud as if we're super proud of something that we did. I adore the feeling where I can say, yeah, I did do that well, because it's not every day you can say, well, hey, look at you go. I find it best to try and encourage myself by saying what I would say to a friend who just did what I did. Why? Because I also need to be my own biggest cheerleader. Now I'll leave you with one last tip. Now this is the best one. If you're coming from a world where your family is like mine, mostly government workers are straight up 9 to 5ers who do the daily commute and they love you to pieces, but they just don't get why you want to run your own business. I've been there and I'm still there as they will always tell you that a steady paycheck is the best and you'll have less stress and more security. I know that it sucks so much when you see your friends booking other people or buying other people's products or services. I totally get the long nights, the clients who give you the hardest time or the negative reviews on Facebook, but somehow it's all worth it, isn't it? The cherry on top though is finding your crew. Finding others who do either the same or similar thing that you do and become friends. I don't care how you do it, but please, DM, comment, follow, share, and reshare. Reach out and truly try to connect with as many people as you can who own their own business. Trust me, they're totally out there and they have been the most influential and biggest changes within my business. I'm not kidding. Your business won't know what hit it when you start to build up a circle of amazing, supportive entrepreneurs like yourself. They understand everything, and I mean everything. They know when you're busy and you don't talk to them for a month that you're just grinding. They will still be there for you when you need them, and they're always ready to listen. I joined my local Rising Tide Society chapter in 2017. It's a free networking group of entrepreneurs who tackle huge topics and help each other grow. Without this group and all the people I met, I am so sure that my business would not be anywhere close to what it is today. If you're looking for details about the Rising Tide, check out my show notes. From this group, I have gone on to meet so many others, and I am so lucky enough to be part of a small mastermind group with a few of the people that I met from networking. This mastermind has also elevated my business to a whole new level. I know it may seem small, but having people in your corner to support you when you aren't quite sure what you need to do next is key. I'm lucky I have a partner in my business now, but not everyone has that. So reach out, go to networking events, and absolutely be yourself. There's no point in going if you're not going to be your truest self. Now I want you to gather all your lists. Make a plan in your calendar and start getting some of those things done on that list. Do yourself a favor and stay off the gram for now. If someone is making you feel less than amazing right now, feel free to mute them on stories or posts. No need to unfollow, but sometimes this can change your whole perspective. If family is giving you a hard time, it may be time for a true heart-to-heart, telling them that you really need them to be supportive of you. When they aren't, tell them how it makes you feel. I know firsthand from experience that they will hear you, 
even if they just take a break from the negative comments. It'll help. If you aren't already, I hope you'll follow me over on Instagram at Path to Business Podcast. And please, please, please connect with me. I want to hear all about what list you're tackling this week and how it makes you feel to prioritize what's been keeping you up at night. See you next week as I release a new episode every Wednesday. Now, I really want to take a minute to express my thanks. This little podcast of mine has been something that I've sat on for far too long, and I'm so thankful to have you as a listener. I know how valuable your time is, and the fact that you take time out of your day to support me means so much. If you're loving what I'm putting out into the world, could you do me a huge favor? Could you head on over to the Purple Podcast app and find Path to Business and leave me a review? I know it's asking a lot, but it will truly help this little project get some traction and I would be ever so grateful. This way, at least it'll be more than just my mom who left a five-star review. Thanks, guys. I'm over here about to do a happy dance because you just finished another episode of my podcast, Path to Business, where we get to hear amazing stories of how wonderful people got started and hopefully one day we'll be able to share yours too. If you want more info, head on over to our show notes page where you'll find all the latest info about this episode and links to the guests on the show. You can also find the latest discount codes or freebies I've put together just for you. Also, I wanted to personally invite you to my private Facebook group where you can meet other like-minded entrepreneurs like yourself who are making waves in their business and want to help and inspire others to dream big. The links are waiting for you, so head on over to grayloftstudio.ca slash path to business.